You're looking at the picture and looking at the title of this post and you're thinking that the old fella is losing it, aren't you? I know this may sound a little on the simplistic side, but yesterday, while walking and praying, it suddenly struck me, that my mind and my heart and everything in my being, will just not accept anything other than Jesus being exactly who He says He is. There is just no possible way He can be anything but the Son of the Living God, the Great I Am. And I am aware of most of the arguments, which literally call into question, so many of the various tenets of Christianity but in spite of it all, these are these facts which cannot be denied. The Old Testament is a reality. You may not agree with it but it is undoubted there. We're talking about history and God's revelation of Himself to humanity, with an undeniable focus on Israel. Think rich history of preservation, think Dead Sea Scrolls. Think world history unfolding in accordance with prophecy within those very scriptures. You may not agree with it but there is no denying that the Old Testament exists. The fact that Jesus lived and died on a cross in Jerusalem is a reality. Again, we are talking about history. You may disagree but you would be in opposition to the beliefs of the vast majority of modern-day secular historians. No one really doubts that Jesus existed. The fact that the apostles and many of Jesus's early disciples believed that Jesus was divine, God's Son, and that He rose from the dead is a reality. Some may disagree with what the apostles believed but the apostles themselves certainly wouldn't be among them. Not only did Jesus foretell how and why this would all happen, before it actually happened, but He also told the apostles what would happen thereafter. No other religion in the history of the world has an author who makes these claims about being God, complete with His pending death and resurrection. Not one. That fact alone puts Jesus in a class all by Himself. The New Testament is a reality. Historical documented reliable witnesses. You may disagree but that does not negate the reality of the New Testament. The proven reliability of the New Testament documents is unprecedented. Nothing else, when dealing with ancient historical documents, comes even remotely close. The New Testament is a reliable eyewitness record of what transpired during the short ministry of Jesus, the Christ and the early Christian Church. The Christian Church is a reality. No, it's not pretty but anything that involves human beings seldom is. But no one can deny that the Church of Jesus Christ, the body of believers in Jesus Christ, still remains to this very day. It's been broken, attacked, ripped into pieces and yet it still stands and God is not finished with the Church as it is, just yet. Wait for it. Israel is still a reality. Against all odds, enduring unparalleled historical opposition and seemingly unstoppable hostile enemies, it has, in accordance with divine providence, been reborn, come alive again and stands. No it's not perfect, far from it but neither are we and the final curtain on Israel hasn't been closed yet either. Wait for it also. Do any of these facts prove beyond a doubt that God is real and that Jesus is who He said He is? Short story is no they don't you're always going to find those who call literally anything into question. And most importantly, we're talking about two different realms, physical versus spiritual. One is easily seen while the other is not easily seen. God lays it on the table, you must believe that He is in order to experience and come to know the reality of Him, Hebrews 11:6. That belief is called faith. Anyone can have it and anyone can reject it. It's as simple as that. I don't think that it is a coincidence that of all the things that we value in this world, love from and for others is the greatest value that we hold. Without love, nothing else matters and yet true love, in itself, is not a physical thing, it is an internal spiritual thing, we say that it lives within our hearts. Yet there are, additional pointers. The nature factor. I could add in about how design in nature, really does points to a designer or how unquestionable observed intelligence within our DNA points to an intelligent author source and not sheer non-intelligent chance, 
or how all of what we see within our universe, including time, space and matter, energy, cannot possibly, as science currently tells us, come into being from nothing, which is, of necessity, outside of time, space and matter, energy, all by itself, but I'm not going to go there in this post in any great detail. Just think of this reality as another layer of consideration, to take into account. The Jesus Factor Considering the historical impact that Jesus has had on this world, one could reasonably expect that most people, if given the opportunity, would take the time to actually read what Jesus had to say, but surprisingly, there are many who haven't. I and many others have taken the time and I personally, can't conceive of anyone saying the things that Jesus said, unless Jesus is exactly who he said he is. Ordinary common men just don't speak like Jesus did. Consider what he understood about how we really are. Consider what he told us about God and himself. Consider his young age. Consider his lack of formal Jewish or secular higher education. Consider the duration of his short ministry. Consider that he himself never wrote down any of his teachings. Consider the claims he made about himself. Consider that he foretold, before it happened, how he would die and that he would rise again from the dead after three days. Consider what Jesus told us about what would happen in the future. Consider the prophecies within the Old Testament Holy Scriptures, written long before his birth, that provided many very specific details about his ancestry, place of birth, mission and role, not to mention numerous specifics about his death and resurrection. Consider the healings and miracles that Jesus performed, that his apostles actually saw him do. When's the last time you saw someone walk on water or calm a storm with spoken words from their mouth? The apostles write about seeing all of these things and much more. The personal factor. This isn't the time or place for my personal testimony. Besides, my testimony is far from unique. All of us have our own story and there are many stories that are far more noteworthy than mine. And there are still many things that I still don't understand. When Thomas said that he would not believe that Jesus had risen from the dead unless he personally saw Jesus and his wounds, Jesus obliged and Thomas believed. Jesus told Thomas that he believed because he has personally seen him but that those who believed who had not seen him were blessed. John 20 29, sometimes I feel like I'd like to see like Thomas saw. It seemingly would make it so much easier. But God in his wisdom, is continually stretching our faith in him and that is not always easy. In fact, it can be quite difficult. Nevertheless, through God's sheer grace, I have experienced the following. The presence of God. It's hard to put into words but it is so precious usually in prayer but not always. The love of God. Again, impossible to put into words but nothing surpasses the beauty and wonder of God's love, absolutely nothing. I've tasted. The grace of God. God's grace flows continually. I am a testimony of God's grace. Totally undeserved favor and it's all totally because of Jesus. The holiness of God. Words fail me but this has nothing to do with me. I am not holy, He is. I've tasted and God's holiness defies description. The beauty of God's Son. Sometimes you get a clearer glimpse and Jesus is simply mind-boggling. When you see the Son, you see the Father. So yes, I believe. In fact, I can do nothing else but. It is impossible for me to do otherwise. I'm nowhere near getting all of the pieces to the picture that I do see, collectively together, to form a perfect picture, but I see enough and what I see of Jesus draws me to God who will one day, put all of it together for me, because, when all is said and done, my completeness is and always has been, totally in Him. Revelation 3:20 NASP Behold, I stand at the door and knock, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him, and he with me. If you hear him knocking, please open the door. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.